On today's Hashi, I'm discussing housing inventory, homeowner equity across the U.S. in the top 10 metros with the highest down payment percentages. Today is Monday, December 11th, 2023. I'm Byron Lazine, and the Hashi starts now. Good morning. Welcome back to the Hashi. Let me know in the live chat which market you're tuning in today live from. As we do on every single Monday, we're going to dive right into inventory. But first, if you haven't yet, make sure that you're signed up for BAMX. Today is the first day we're going to be releasing Hashi show notes into BAMX for BAMX members only. If you're not on BAMX yet, use code HOT to get 10% off of BAMX. We start releasing Hashi show notes starting today all right let's take a look at the inventory as we do every single monday uh it's what we believe can affect the affordability for housing the most the weekly inventory change here from uh december 1st to december 8th did fall from 555,000 to 546,000, according to altos research that being said the 546 where we sit today on active listings is a full 8,000 higher than at this point last year. So we are now for a couple consecutive weeks, year over year net positive on inventory. The inventory peak for this year was just a few weeks ago at 569,000, almost 570,000, right? We bottomed out in 2020 at 240,000. And the same week in 2015, we were up over 1 million. So way off of the inventory levels from 2015 to 2019 but starting to get hopefully signs of going somewhere going up as we look at the year over year numbers we're into that seasonal decline though uh, as you can see here from uh, this time last year the dot is below where we are right now that 8,000 here you can see 535,000 last year and this inventory decline the seasonal decline lasted all the way until march uh the 10th of uh this year and so how far will this line go if we look back on uh some other years here in 2019 which would be considered more of a a normal year than than what we're experiencing now you had an inventory decline start in uh, early october and last all the way until bottoming in early April from about, uh, you know, almost 1 million active listings down to 300. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the, I'm sorry. That's the wrong, wrong year. Let me, let me rephrase that. October, 2019, the bottom was hit in. Okay. Yeah. This makes more sense in March uh, of 2020. Now we didn't get that seasonal uh, uptick there, it, it started to decline again in these couple of years here in the middle. The, the pandemic years, uh, obviously, are, are extremely abnormal. Okay, so uh, expect this this seasonal decline that we're going to experience now uh, to last a few months <coughs> as we get into those spring markets and we lag behind on new listings, which is what historically will happen. Speaking of new listings. We said on last week's hot sheet that this past week 
would have to be the biggest week for new listings for the rest of the year. It was the biggest opportunity based on historical data. You can see 2021 and 2022 both shot up during this week after Thanksgiving for new listings. And we saw the same here in 2023. In fact, this year we actually beat last year's week on new listings. So we're year over year on active listings, net positive on active inventory rather. And now we have new listings outpacing new listings from a week ago as well. 43,000 plus compared to 2022 level of about 39.5. Now you typically will see new listings, especially the last two years here, start to decline throughout the rest of the year and take a dramatic drop off on the last week of the year. Makes sense There's probably that there's probably not going to be huge demand on listing the homes the last week of January. So last week was the opportunity for the most new listings in the month of December based on the last three years of data. This week here would be the second highest week in December for new listing opportunities. 43,000 plus in the last week for new listings. 2022 was 39,000. 2021 was 46, almost 47,000. Uh, one of the things that have, has been an anomaly this year is that uh, there, there were a lot of predictions that we would see, obviously, dropping prices. And with dropping prices, you, you would see price drops on active listings. But that hasn't happened to the level that many have thought. In fact, it's happened at a lower rate than in 2022. And that's been consistently at a 4.4% spread all year long. Here's the price cut percentage for uh, last week, as well as throughout the year. We're, we're continuing to be at a four-point spread here of 38% of homes experiencing a price cut, where last year we were at 42%. Of course, 2021, we were at 27%. This year and last year are both above anything from 2015 uh, to 2021, but we are below last year. Last year, we had that you know that huge reaction to the uh, 30-year fix, but 30-year fix has actually gotten higher this year on uh, going up over 8%, but we haven't seen the price drops as significant as last year. So there's a lot of resistance on pricing. And obviously we, you know, that's hurt tr the total amount of transactions. Uh, people just like staying firm and, and not moving at all. Um, but you do see here that price uh, drops are much lower than we've experienced or, or much lower or 4% rather lower than last year. And you would expect that you would continue to see this same seasonal decline just like some of the other charts going into the spring market. Okay. Uh, probably over the next three or four months, you saw, you saw this in 2021, certainly saw it in 2020, 2019, uh, as well as 2018, this time of year, you, you get a decreasing uh, price drop, especially as we get up over the other side of the holidays. So price cuts probably on the decline right now, not on the increase. Dawn says new listings may surprise. Seasonally, lots of stacking going on for January, first two weeks. Uh, so this is an, obviously an anecdotal 
uh, example for for Dawn in the in Texas, where in her market, where she's experiencing folks that are saying, "Hey, let's go sign the listing, but let's launch January one, January second. Let me know in the comments if you're experiencing the same thing, where folks are, are signing or showing the willingness to sign and list their homes, but want to go into the mark, go on to the market actively in January, and that can leak into the second, third, and even fourth week of January, because, you know, you call them on January 2nd, Hey, ready to go live. Well, you know, it's, you know, we're kind of just getting into things here. We got a lot of, we still got to get the, uh, we got to get the decorations down, you know, and, and you get into some of that where people's lives push the date back. Even if they were gun ho about like, let's go list this on, you know, January 2nd, I want to be right out of the gates early. And then life happens and those dates get pushed back. But uh, I would I would agree with Dawn from what I'm seeing that there are going to be, and this is a Zillow prediction. You go on nowbam.com. There are more homeowners that would like to sell that are getting more comfortable with the idea of going, listing the home on the market, selling and, and settling in at a, a high six or low 7% rate. It's one of Zillow's big predictions for 2024. What nobody is predicting is that there will be many folks, homeowners, with negative equity in 2004. In fact, only a tiny fraction of U.S. homeowners have negative equity. For those of us that lived through the great financial crisis that were in real estate, this was the phrase that everybody referred to. Every homeowner is like, you know, dealing in a negative equity situation. It, It seemed like almost everybody had neg- negative equity starting from 2008 until 2012. Negative equity, negative equity, I'm underwater, can't get out of the house. Well, uh, U.S. home prices, which are up 45% since March 2020, they went up over 80% before the great financial crisis, uh, has helped why f- such few homeowners are underwater. Of course, we haven't seen uh, any of those price declines. In fact, we we set new all-time highs this year. So um, this is all according to uh, data that Resi Club put together from CoreLogic's Q3 2023 re- report. Uh, CoreLogic's data shows that negative equity is prevalent in only a small percentage of mortgage borrowers across the nation. Here are the states with higher negative equity percentages. Louisiana, Iowa, Oklahoma, North Dakota, and Kentucky are the ones that have those higher percentages, okay? Uh, If you look here across the U.S., only a tiny fraction of U.S. homeowners have negative equity. And let's look at those locations and see exactly how high they are, okay? This is broken up by Metro, according to CoreLogic. You have Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 7.6%. Uh, negative equity share. Lafayette, Louisiana, 6.7. You have Louisiana in the top four, okay? And this was a prediction going into this year that Louisiana was going to have some of the biggest price declines. Now they're showing top four, New Orleans and uh, Trevorport, Louisiana, in the Trevorport? Shreveport. Sorry, never been to Shreveport. Sure, it's beautiful. Shreve, Bobby, good thing he's, he's a very... Um, knowledgeable on how to pronounce things. We have Louisiana in the top four. You have Nassau County in uh, New York, 
coming in at number five with 5% of the homes having negative equity. Okay. Um, looking, looking more closer onto the list here. Uh, you've got, how many of these you got? I don't know. Maybe, maybe this might be about the top 50 or 60 here. And, uh, you've got them as low as 2.4% on the list. Okay. So this is, uh, they tell you how many mortgages, like for example, New Orleans is 190,000 mortgages. 11,000 of those are negative equity mortgages. Uh, you've got 1100 near negative equity and uh, near negative equity share would be 0.6. So this could be as high as almost 7% in New Orleans as we get into 2000. And 24. All these tables that we go through every single day on the hot sheet, they're available in BAMX to make it easy for you to download all of the tables. So uh, if you're not a member of BAMX now, make sure you use code HOT to get 10% off of BAMX. We're also going to be today, starting today, first day, releasing the show notes uh, for BAMX. Okay, so um, make sure you get in to see some of that. All right, moving uh, through some more of the list here. If you go by Metro, some places that have lost uh, values, you know, some, some of the higher, um, higher in, or some of the places that have lost the most values, like Austin, Texas, for example, you would think that they'd have a higher negative equity share, but in fact, they don't. They just have a 2.1%. This is out of 436,000 mortgages. They have negative equity mortgages of 9,300. That's less than Louisiana. Um, and they have much, you know, many more mortgages in Austin. A near negative equity share of 0.4%. So Austin could be at as much as 2.5%, but with as much home price uh, you know, appreciation as Austin has lost, you would expect that number maybe to be higher. Corpus Christi, 2.1%. Uh, McAllen, 2%. San Antonio, 1.4%. El Paso, 1.4%. Houston, 1.4%. Dallas, 1.4%. Fort Worth, one3 and Temple is 1.2. So nothing um, nothing crazy there in some of these areas in Texas that has lost uh, home values or, or lost value off of the homes. High level of uh, homeowner equity indicated by the limited negative equity. Obviously, the opposite of limited equity would be high equity. <laughs> Suggests that if the U.S. economy enters a recession, the current housing cycle is less likely to trigger foreclosure wave similar to the aftermath of the great financial crisis throughout the year here on the hot sheet we've provided so much data that shows this market being dramatically different this housing crash which was a housing crash in transactions total transactions not pricing is dramatically different than what happened in the great financial crisis these tables which are available in bamx is another indication another data point for those that believe a 2008 is upon us they need to be educated. They need the help to be educated because um, if they continue to wait on 2008, they'll be waiting for quite some time. Uh, unless home prices significantly decrease, which we would we would need to see a, a, a dramatic uh, rise in inventory, which which does not seem uh, on the horizon. Unless home prices significantly decrease, homeowners facing financial challenges are more likely to sell, tap into that equity then they would even undergo a foreclosure. Um, even in markets in New Orleans and Houston where home prices have declined, only a modest percentage of local bar borrowers face that negative equity, highlighting, again, New Orleans at the top at 6.1, Austin 
uh, at a 2.1%. Okay. Uh, high ne- uh, or negative equity can certainly be reduced by putting down a higher down payment. Adam Research uh, shows us here, just released last week, what the top 10 U.S. metros with the highest down payment percent for home purchases are. Okay, we have the table and the data here to share with you. The table will be, of course, in BAMX for you. Uh, The top 10 would include San Jose, okay? Uh, Median down payment in San Jose exceeds $400,000. Of course, the median sale price would be up over $1.6 million there. Uh, uh, Paso Robles, California would be uh, $200,000. And then you've got uh, San Francisco up over about $300,000. Boulder on the list. Naples, Florida on the list. Uh, Barnstable, Mass, Santa Rosa, Hilton Head, uh, Ventura, California, and Bellingham, Washington are your top 10 metros with the highest median down payment percent for home purchases in quarter three. So uh, there you go on your top 10 for highest uh, median down payment right now. Uh, That uh, highest one there, Santa Clara area, was 26.2%. You have five of the top 10 all in California. The only Florida on the list was Naples. That's at 22.7% of purchase being in the down payment. These are also uh, markets that have a lot of cash buyers coming in. Uh, According to the report, the median down payment of $35,000 in single-family homes and condos purchased with financing, financing, quarter three, 2023, was up 12.2% from $31,250 in quarter two. Uh, So people are putting down more money on the down payment that can afford to do so to reduce that uh, interest rate. What hasn't reduced here through the weekend is the 10-year back under 4.2. Love to see it get there, but it continues to tick up on that strong jobs report that we experienced at the end of last week, which did slightly push up the 30-year fixed at the end of the day on Friday to 7.09. Might see another tick up there uh, as investors await Jerome Powell this week and what the FOMC is going to do later on this week. The meetings take place on uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, press conference happening Wednesday for Jerome Powell, and we will be breaking it all down, obviously, on Thursday, as we always do every time the Fed meets. There's a 98% chance, as investors have priced into the market, that there will be no movement on the federal interest rate, but it's more important about what Jerome Powell actually says, the words and what he says specifically for us about housing in that Wednesday afternoon press conference. Of course, here on the hot sheet, we will break it all down. So subscribe to the channel and hit the bell to get reminders for every time that we go live. Hope you enjoyed this edition of the hot sheet. Show notes day starts today. So for BMX members, show notes will be uploaded later today. And yes, next week we are inside of BMX. We are going to show you uh, exactly how to get the best use cases out of these show notes. So that'll be available for BMX members. Use code HOT. If you're not a BAM member, BAMX member already. Have a great day. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Till then, toodaloo.